Welcome to On Purpose, where you can find a community of financial service movers and shakers who are changing the face of finance. Hear from award winners, thought leaders, authors, and executives who are part of the undercurrent of industry change. They're pushing the edge and frankly, doing things differently on purpose. Let's dive in. Karen, welcome. Thank oh, you I'm so excited here. to be here with you, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So I'm um, in the crazy world of LinkedIn, of course, um, which you are more than an expert and all-star in um, is where we connected and I couldn't help but reach out and just wanted to like dive into this world of LinkedIn with you. Uh, we have so many clients that are asking us about social media platforms and how to use them and get others involved. And LinkedIn is such a gold mine. So um, let's kind of just start with like you and where you got to like, why LinkedIn? Yeah. How did you find yourself here? Tell us a little bit more before we get yeah. into uh, yeah, so, you know, my background predates social media a little mm -hmm. bit. So, you know, I was kind of raised in old school marketing, right? Timeless marketing, like you, yes. relationship marketing. And when social media became a thing, it was a lot of fun because I, I really love kind of like the right brain, left brain approach to that. Like there's a huge relationship, right brain, left, you know, thing, but also left brain, what's the strategy? Who, you know, like, how does this yeah. work? What's the tech? All that other stuff. So right up my alley. But what I really, what I found pretty quickly was that I was always driving people back to LinkedIn because, because I, at the end of the day, the, the further we get in the world and history, the more people want to know about you. They want to know about the people they do business with, right? Mm. 50 years ago or 40 years ago, people didn't care about the guy who sold them copiers, right? And like the, who he was and what he did. The guy just came in and sold them a copier, but now we care. Now right. we're Googling people. We're checking people out before we work with them. So, so I was finding myself driving people back to LinkedIn because, you know, at, there was a time that social media in general was a big thing. It still is obviously, yes. but, but what I was up when I would ask people, well, where do you get most of your clients from 99% of the time they'd say referrals. Mm. I got my biggest accounts from referrals yes. and they're spending all their marketing dollars and all their money on, you know, Pinterest or TikTok or something. And, <laughs> and I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying, well, let's, let's shore up this referral thing first. Mm -hmm. Let's make sure that we're getting all the juice we can out of that. Mm -hmm. And then let's, and then let's expand from there because I think we can get, we can get caught up or I could get caught up in shiny object syndromes. And I found a lot of my clients were doing the same thing. Yes. Um, so I started to just keep bringing people back to LinkedIn and say, okay, well, first let's talk about you. Let's talk about who's on your calendar. Let's talk about, you know, the biggest opportunities, not the, you know, $5 thing to the $50 thing to the hundred dollar thing, but what's the $50,000 thing, right. right? Like what are the biggest opportunities? And that those conversations were happening on LinkedIn. Yeah. So, you know, over the years, I really niched down even further to really be able to support people with that. Because I think that there's a, a, a big misconception out there that LinkedIn is just your the place for your online resume. Mm -hmm. Your resume is all about who you used to be. The world we live in now should be should be the brand of you and should right. be portraying your brand into the future, like dressing for the job you want, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really a shift in thought in the energy of how you approach LinkedIn from it's a resume and I just shove it in front of people to this is where my personal brand lives and who are the people I have I want cool people on my calendar right yeah. how do I make that happen and that all happens on LinkedIn so tell us more about that right because I feel like sometimes it can be intimidating people are like mm -hmm. I don't even want to put myself out there what do yeah. I even post about like why should I post you know and also you know like privacy issues too right I mean how are you helping folks 
to put themselves out there to get the right people on their calendar. And could you just share a little bit more about that as a, what a lead gentle, if you will? Yeah. Well, you know, first and foremost, there's a lot of um, people out there and I'm sure everybody listening is shaking their heads right now going, I can get you leads. 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 And at the end of the day, of course, who doesn't want like a magic wand to get us leads, right? But at the end of the day, that's not where the value is. Random, unqualified people on my calendar do not help me, mm-hmm. right? So so I want to kind of just ignore that mm-hmm. and focus on the, on the reality of, again, back to the who are the people you want to have on your calendar. So how do you take control of that? Well, the first thing you can do is take control of your brand with right. your profile. Having a profile that positions you as if you're peers with the most influential people in your industry. And that so many people underestimate themselves, you know, when they, when we're like, one of the things my company does is write LinkedIn profiles. It's the first thing we do when we work with people, like right. it's hard to write your own profile. We will oh, do it, for it you so that we can. You're in the forest. Can, yeah. <laughs> yes, so, yes. so, you know, so. So you've got to take, but it's something you can do because when people Google you and they are, well, searching, well, you just use the word search, no matter what search engine you're using, people search, if they're going to invest in you in any way, shape or form, even if it's 10 minutes of their time to get on a call with you, they're checking you out first. And it's, you can control what they see by creating a LinkedIn profile that positions you as somebody that they're like, wow, I really do want to get to know this person. Mm -hmm. And it's not about bragging. It's more about owning all of the things you've done. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people that I speak to come to where they are today with many, many years of expertise, mm-hmm. but often they're in a new thing. Maybe it's a new job. Maybe they were in corporate and now they're starting their own consulting firm or something, right? So they don't feel, they don't make necessarily feel like they have the experience or they don't necessarily feel like they have, maybe there's a little imposter syndrome, right? But they've yeah. got that expertise that yes. doesn't go away, right? So we help them craft a profile so that they're leaning into that expertise and showing up like they're worthy of these conversations. Because before you can be worthy of people's investment, you have to be worthy of the conversation, right? Yes, yes. So so being really, um, I like to call it micro-targeted with that, mm-hmm. you know, not times a hundred, times five, maybe a week, mm-hmm. you know, with five people you'd love to see on your calendar by the end of the month and, you know, reaching out to 20 people to see if we can get five of them on the calendar, you know, never in a cold calling way. Oh, there's never right. a reason to do cold call with this. It's just shifting your strategy from like throwing a lot of spaghetti at the wall to seeing what sticks to just... Yes taking a step back, taking a beat and saying, well, how do I get to this person? Who do they know that I know? You know, maybe we went to the same conference. Maybe we, maybe they're, maybe, you know, like for example, Lauren, maybe somebody, you know, has been listening to your show. Tell, Mm -hmm. you know, connect with Lauren on LinkedIn and say, hey, Lauren, loved episode 52, blah, blah, blah. Love me talking about this. right, right. Right. That's a, you know, that's such a great way to build a relationship with you if they think you're somebody that they want to have on their calendar. So find ways to do that. But, but you will take them more seriously if they come to you with a profile that's been done first. Yes. Like, otherwise, if it, if it's, if it's like dust bunnies are on it, you're not going to be so quick to say, sure, let's talk. You're going to be like, yeah, I don't that's know. That's right. If it's right. cold, right. Even if it's a warm outreach, people are going, wait, who is this person? Right. Is this the right, right. fit? That's such right. a great point too. Cause I feel like, you know, there's the immediate, we have to fix our website. We have to do all these things, but as someone who's potentially doing business development and using LinkedIn as a tool, I want to call it an easy quit fix, right? But I liked what you said earlier about you're really owning it, right? Yeah. And you're really putting that energy out there to really show off what you've done. But then um, this idea of, you know, giving that facelift to your profile, if you will, but then really yeah. doing that warm outreach, right? It's not about this mass. Right. 
But also, Lauren, it's really important to remember, too, that when you're creating your profile Mm -hmm. and the brand of you, right, that you're projecting into the future, people don't really care about you. They care about what you can do for them, right? Mm -hmm. So an example I use, and and those of you that are listening that have licenses around this is going to say, I can't say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. You modify this how you will. But if you say, (laughs) like, I'm a financial planner and I've got all these great letters after my name, you know, you're just like everybody else on LinkedIn. But if you say, I'm a financial planner with all these great letters after my name, and my goal is to help more women over 50 create enough wealth to retire at 60, right? You're telling me the same thing, but you're telling me about you, but you're making it about me. And now you're going to be like, okay, tell me more about that, right? You're, You're standing out from the crowd. And in this world that we live in right now, it's so noisy. The digital space is so noisy. If you don't stand out, you're invisible. So you have to stand out. And that's one way is by thinking about the people you want to attract to your profile. What do they care about? And that's what I want you to put forward when you're creating the profile of you. Still make it about you, but coach couch it in a way that it's telling me why I should care about that. Yes. So it sounds like that's an opportunity for improvement, right? That you're seen as a common thread. Are there other things that you see as kind of common um, uh, tripwires that folks are coming into when you're looking at kind of their presence on LinkedIn and, and opportunities for improvement? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, we have... We've been algorithmed to death, right? Like the algorithm, it changes, which we post, we post a hundred times. And like, I don't know, it's somehow it all gets melded in this, like, this, like, what does an algorithm do place in this cloud in the sky, right? Across (laughs) all the different profiles. The The thing about LinkedIn that has been consistent, and it can change the minute these words come out of my mouth. But the thing that's been consistent about LinkedIn is the algorithm favors people that are more intent have a more of a focused approach to their content. Mm-hmm. So it's, so you do not, in fact, if you post more than once a day, LinkedIn yeah. will, will reduce the reach of your posts. Right. Mm-hmm. So don't worry, like, don't overthink this, yeah. right. Just be, it's all part of the being genuine, just be genuine. You know, you don't have to have this big complicated um, posting strategy. Yes. Right. If you have a piece of content that you put publish every week or whatever that looks like for you, talk about it on Monday, talk about it on Wednesday, on Tuesday, put something out there that says, have we met yet? Let's talk. Let me tell you more about me. Mm-hmm. You know, on Thursday, maybe post a question and that's it. You're good. You don't have to have this really complicated strategy, content strategy. Right. on LinkedIn. Right. You right. want to have an intentional content strategy on LinkedIn, but it doesn't have to be complicated and extensive. It can yes. be simple and powerful. And, yes. and you can now schedule a post directly into LinkedIn. So you can like pick a half an hour once a week and schedule a couple posts and you're done for the week. Right. Yep. And you're done. And now you just go in and be you and engage and, um, you know, start to build relationships. Can you talk a little bit more about the engagement piece? What are you encouraging, you know, folks to do? Is it direct messaging that's authentic? Is it um, just engaging on posts? I mean, of course, it's, I would assume that, it, you know, it's driven by the end goal, right? But I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, yeah. What advice you're giving to folks. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, imagine yourself in a room, like a networking room, right? You're in, it's, this is networking, right? So if you're in a room and you're networking and all you're doing is standing on the stage with a microphone saying, listen to my podcast, watch my thing. Well, yeah. listening to, after a while, like they're like, oh, here she comes again. She's going to tell us about her podcast. There's more noise. Nobody <laughs> wants to talk to that person. Yeah, yeah. The people that are interested in them, right? So, so schedule some content and then engage with the people on that content. But at the same time, you know, Again, I talked about being intentional. Like if you've got a list of five people you want to talk to before the end of the month, then make sure that you're like, there's an opportunity 
Well, everything I'll talk about here is in the free version of LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. There's an opportunity in the free version of LinkedIn to, to like ring their bell. And what that means is there's a bell underneath the, my headline. And if you click that bell, that means anytime Karen posts, you will be notified of that post. So if those are five people you want to get on your calendar, then ring their bell so that mm -hmm. when they post, you're notified of it and you can jump into those conversations, right? And you can just mm -hmm. be a part of their world and provide them value and support them and, you know, share their stuff and engage with them. When you do this on a you know i i if you think of like one great opportunity for yourself right just mm -hmm. one great opportunity let's say I, i'm not even going to pick a dollar amount but let's say it's a ten thousand or a hundred thousand dollar opportunity like right, something right, right. juicy um just think of like okay that's it i'm solely focused on that who are the people i need to get that and then land that and then do it again do you mm -hmm. know what i mean like so so you don't have to talk to a thousand people to do that, right? Mm -hmm. You just need to think about who very specifically is the right people, are the right people to speak to about this, mm -hmm. ring their bell. So you get notified when they post and jump into those conversations. And if the people that you want to speak to are not on LinkedIn, then find new people. Do you know what I mean? There's plenty of people on LinkedIn. So when people say, oh, my people aren't on LinkedIn. I'm like, how many people do you need? Because there's a lot of people on LinkedIn. There's you know? a lot of people. Find, yes. Wait, find new people. Find the people that are there and are active and be a part of those conversations. And that mm -hmm. right there is probably the key, you know, a big key to success. And being a part of those conversations doesn't mean saying great post. It means right. saying, you know what? I never thought about what you talk about in the second paragraph never occurred to me. I think of it this way. You yeah. do it that way. That's really interesting. I'm going to try that next time. Like something like yeah. that is a true conversation. And again, you're looking to build actual relationships with people that can give you referrals. And by the way, when I say I want you to get on the phone with people, sometimes you're engaging in conversations with people that when you get on the phone with them, the conversation you want to have is here's what I do. Who do you know? Right, right, because right. When, because now you've got that's where this strategy becomes magnetic right? We're still doing outreach, mm -hmm. but we're doing outreach to people that can send people to us because that then is slam dunk opportunities as opposed to cold pitching and cold objection handling and things like that. Yep. Right? So conversations around, you know, listen, you got an audience of these kind of people. I'm looking for these kind of people. I'd love, do you have anybody that I should talk, know anybody that I should talk to? And by the way, who, who, what are you looking for? Let me see if I can introduce you to anybody. Mm -hmm. This is, this is world-class networking. And this is the, this is what people that are, you know, multiple six and seven figure, seven is multiple seven figure business owners are doing. Mm -hmm. They're not throwing spaghetti at the wall and talking to a hundred people, hoping one of them is going to be a client. Mm -hmm. So with that, you know, we've got some of our clients, um, where it's mostly folks that are, uh, they're in the C-suite, right. And they go, You've got a great sales team, but we want to encourage them to use LinkedIn more. Some of them are using it. Some of them aren't. Some of them really don't see the power of it. What mm -hmm. advice would you give to that audience to be able to help encourage their team to be able to better utilize? That's a good question. It is such a good question because, you know, I mean, I work with corporations and I've had corporations hire me and where I've literally said to them, you know, I want to take your money, but this isn't enough. Like I can, if you are not like the company, it starts at the top. Right. The company has to model this behavior. Mm. They have to invest in the profiles. They have to be engaging. And by yeah. the way, when I say invest in the profiles, I mean all the way down to the inside people, not just the outside people. Right. If the you know, if you're a company and part of your success is your um you know, your collections, right? If your, if your accounts receivable person has a great LinkedIn profile and is connecting mm -hmm. with the people, your customers on LinkedIn, yes. it's a lot easier for her or him to collect that money 
if they have a personal relationship than if she's a faceless person they don't know, right? So okay. this is what I mean by diving deep. And when companies embrace this thing and companies are coming around to this, but there's still companies out there going, well, I'm, why would I pay for my team's LinkedIn profile? They're all just gonna go get new jobs. Like that is not how this works anymore. If you invest in your team's LinkedIn profiles and make sure everybody's showing up like rock stars and they all get new jobs, it isn't because of their profiles. You know what I mean? It's the mm-hmm. company, there's something else you need to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are investing in this and helping them build relationships from this place of, you know, wanting them all to be rock stars. Yes. Yes. Every, like when, when I believe that if you focus on the company brand, of course, that's important. But when you focus on the brands of the individuals in the company, it immediately elevates the company brand, mm-hmm. right? And they're all attached to the company page on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So it, so it's not just about encouraging your people to use LinkedIn. It's about creating a company um, standard, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. A company policy that says, here's what we're looking for. Here's what, you know, we post on our company page, you know, once a day, and we would love you to share two of these posts a week with your audience, but with your perspective, with your point of view, encourage your clients to come to our events and, and use it, you know, encouraging their, all of their employees to connect on LinkedIn with all of their customers, right? Mm-hmm. This is how, this is how it's best used, not just use LinkedIn to get more leads, Right. right. Yes. It's to deepen the relationships. So you get more referrals. I hear what you're saying. So we were on a chat actually the other day and we had, um, it's actually with one of our clients and he dropped this great line that was just basically, we're all in sales, right? It doesn't yes. matter if you actually are in sales, but everyone on the team represents the ethos of the company and the brand yes. to a certain degree. Oh, so true. Especially when you're in customer service, like when that's part of your core yes. differentiator. So I, feel like it's an, it's, it's inspirational to hear you say, you know, it's not just about the salespeople and about sort of the, that face, but it really is this effort across the board of how do we show up? Right. And the yes. brand consistency. So, but I think part of the key to that is the authenticity that you were alluding to yes. earlier, right? Cause yes. people aren't brands, right. We're each our individual person. Exactly. And each individual profile that. is going to be very different from the next person's, even if they're in the right. exact same role, because they have different history. Right. So, um, you know, I have a, I have a quick, funny story about what you're talking about with the, everybody in the company years and years ago, when I owned a company, one of my clients was aerosol shoes mm-hmm. and they were in New Jersey and they, their company policy is we sell shoes. Uh-huh. And every time you went there, the minute you went in, the receptionist said to you, how many pairs of shoes do you need today? When you went to get to the C-suite, you had to go through the warehouse to uh-huh. buy their shoes. Like every single person's first, the first thing on their task list was sell a pair of shoes today. Do you know what I mean? No matter who they were. And I have never forgotten that Interesting. because it to me, it was, I mean, they're still in business. How many, you know, it's probably 30 years later, right? They're yes, still in business. Yes. So it is so true that it, but sometimes we can get in these little tunnels, right? Yeah. And forget what's at the There's heart the of why we're in business. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like, I mean, it goes into bigger conversations around just um, communicating the company ethos and brand yes. and upsell yes. and cross sell. And I mean, that happens across, you know, everyone that you would interact with. So I, I hear you and utilizing LinkedIn as a platform to really show up in those ways across the board, not just from sort of that inbound lead and then being able to have that conversation. And we have this tool now that we didn't have 20, 30 years ago, right? Like we, people will leave the company that they're at, go to a different company and then come back to you and say, Hey, I worked with you guys when I was at ABC company. I'm now at XYZ company and they need to know how great you are. Right. Mm -hmm. But that will only happen if you're connected. You know, if they, if they know, if you're communicating and honestly, you have to do it from a place of, 
confidence in your your uh, your team and the people that work for you. If you do it from a place of I'm afraid that they're going to leave and do something else and bring my clients with them, that's that's it's the wrong right. energy. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's it's the wrong place to be operating from. So exactly. So, okay, to sort of deviate the conversation a little bit, we talked a little bit about the algorithm and I feel like so many folks have questions about that. And I absolutely hear you on being authentic. Is there anything just to help folks understand the algorithm of how it works? Like, the, is there any differences that you could talk to for, from like the company page versus an individual yeah, page yeah. or anything like that, just to sort of, because it is a beast, right? And it sort of feels like a very black box. So yeah. be curious to get your thoughts on that. And if that yeah. impacts any ways that people show up or don't. So not to gamify it, but I just, yeah, no, 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 I get it. So, so there's your company page and then there's your personal profile, right? Right, right. I can't just, I'll just give you my, like I teach this stuff. So I happen to have a lot of connections on my personal profile because I teach this stuff, right? Let's say there's like, I don't know, 15 or 18,000 connections that I have on LinkedIn personally. I don't have 500 on my company page. Right. And I say that because a lot of people put a lot of time and effort into their company page. They, how do we make it work? How do we make it work? The vast benefit of LinkedIn is the personal profiles, the relationships. It doesn't mean you don't want to use your company page and that you should, you absolutely want to use your company page, yep. but you need to manage your expectations around what you're going to do with that company page. The company page is great to be the hub of content for your team. It's a great place for all your team to be connected. So all of the, all of your employees can be found through your company page and things like that. Um, so you want to set it up properly. You want, you can use your company page to advertise. There's now an opportunity to boost the company can boost posts of the employees and their personal pages if they choose to allow it. So there's, so if there's a lot of interaction between the two, but understand that the vast benefit comes from the personal profile yes. and the company page, you've got to really be careful too, because the company page is, you don't know who's posting. Like if, if I have access to, the, if you give the access to the company page to everyone, you don't know who posted it. Yeah. Right? You just yeah. know that somebody posted it. So you have to be careful um, with who you give access to that too. And I, and I speak to like nonprofits and things like that, that might have a board and gave company, you know, gave access to a lot of people. And then you're like, wait a minute, what are they posting on this page? Like, yeah. this is not really relevant to what we do. It's more relevant to their personal yeah. thing. Right. So, so just be really careful that you have a strategy around the company page, post there consistently. You don't have to post there regularly. Um, but post there consistently. So it looks like you're note that people know you're active create, you probably can copy and paste from your website to get that set up. If you haven't set it up yet, you absolutely want to do it. And then, but then your strategy really is around and how do we use the information there? Yep. How do the, how do we have the people use the information there? Because if I post on my personal page, potentially <laughs> those 15 to 18,000 people will see it. If I right. post on my company page, the most potential I have is that the couple hundred people on it are going to see it. Right. Right. So right. if you've only got 25 people on your company page, you can post there all you want. But nobody's going to see it besides those 25 people unless your team is sharing it and you're trying to grow the visibility of that page. Yeah, such good advice. Um, appreciate that insight. It's great. I know we're wrapping up here. Um, I feel like this just flown by. It always does. This is a great conversation. And um, I'm excited to continue to follow all that you've got going on. I know you're talking recently. I think it was at Finnovate. Um, uh, mm -hmm. the conference, uh, was it a few weeks ago or so? And then I know you do your, was it your, your Thursday LinkedIn, the, the mini series, um, the actually live. that's been daily. I've been doing it daily oh, for September, daily. October. Holy it's snow. kind of like a new thing. I'm always testing things so that I can share. Yes. With so yes. I decided I wanted to do some daily video. Um, I did it every day in September and now I'm doing it every day in October. Uh, well, mm -hmm. we'll see how many, don't see how long I go, but okay. it's been a lot of fun and it's been, 
an interesting experiment for me and I'm really loving it in a lot of ways. I, I don't know that I would recommend it. It's certainly not something I'm going to do forever because it doesn't make sense, but I'm always testing, like again, testing the algorithm. Right. And right. I think that the benefit of that is going to be less about the daily posting and more about having that content, right. And having yeah. that playlist of content. Um, but I do have a weekly podcast also called good okay. girls get rich. So that yes. comes out. Weekly. Oh my goodness. So fun. Um, so with that, I know we mentioned right before the call that you also have a, is it a LinkedIn marketing sort of like personal style assessment for how you would yeah. personally kind of uh, be a good fit to how, what, what's the right style for you? Is that right? For how to engage? Yeah. So, you know what, what I found was I found like sometimes we, we don't realize sometimes that we're speaking in a silo to the same people, right. And the people right, that right. listen to my podcast are the people that, you know, that are in my world right now, they kind of already know how to get started on LinkedIn because they've been following me. Right. So I really wanted to have something that people that are just like, Karen, I know that there should be something I could do, but I don't even know where to start. So I just do nothing. Right. So we created an assessment, um, very recently, like over the summer in 2023, to help you get started. You know, some people are more analytical and they're more comfortable talking about white papers and other people are more relational, relationship-based. Right. So we created a, um, what's your LinkedIn marketing style assessment that you can take and it'll give you some tips on things to focus on that are your strength, but also maybe some things to watch out for that might be your weaknesses mm -hmm. and just to get you started. Mm -hmm. And because I want people to just dip their toe in. I know that at this moment in time, this is where the opportunity is in digital marketing. And I, it breaks my heart a little bit how many people are leaving money on the table because they don't know where to start. So mm -hmm. we created this assessment to help you understand how you can take the first couple steps and just, you know, tiptoe into it and see how you're feeling. Oh, great. Well, we'll make sure to include the link below in case folks want to check awesome. it out. And, um, this has been really fun. Thanks for giving us a sneak peek into your world and um, sharing knowledge about this platform. And uh, there's some really great takeaways. I think that, you know, I'm just, you know, I think, it, I mean, as an immediate, like just looking at your profile, right. Um, and, and making sure that you're owning, um, owning that platform. So thank you again. Exactly. exactly. And on my podcast and on these mini marketing minis, I'm doing just tons of free tips for your profile there. Perfect. And for those of you that are listening, we'll make sure to include those links below um, and we'll include Karen's LinkedIn profile as well. Thanks again. Awesome. Thanks, Lauren. For more behind the scenes conversations and expert insights, subscribe to the podcast. Join us next time as we hear from leaders who are cutting through the clutter and doing things differently on purpose.